Once again, with your host Matt. Don't know where Ben is again. Co-host, he's disappeared again. Don't worry about him. I'm joined by a very special guest, Ross Reverie. Hello. Is that how you say it? Ben That's Stop. how you say it, Ross Reverie. There you go. I've got that right. How you doing, man? I'm very well, thank you. I cycled here, which was fun. So <laughs> I'm a bit hot. At least it's not too hot like it has been here in the UK. Yeah, man. Some of the days that I spent a whole day in the studio in the, one of the hottest days. That, Silly, really. Fuck that. I did <laughs> we did that the other week here in the studio, yeah. and we were all baking by the end of it. Yeah. We all chose. To, we all thought it'd be clever just wear our hats, wear a normal. Yeah. I was in a hockey jersey. I'm like, nah, can't be doing none of that. Yeah, you gotta just wear what, like this. This keeping me breezy. Well, you're putting me to shame. I'm look tiny in this now. <laughs> I'm a bit. I'm a bit self-conscious now. I'm... Is that a cricket shirt? Yeah, Shoyanka. Sweet. So I'm cricket nerd, wrestling nerd. Well, yeah, sports. Sweet. My, da- my dad could have been a professional cricket player, but he hurt something or other. But he's quite good, and so is my brother. But I didn't get it. So what? Had you never even thought of going down that route then of sports or cricket? No, I I like cricket. I like football. I played rugby for Hampshire, um, but now I just like gym and martial arts. So. So it was. Music, you what driven what drove you to music then? Um, my friends were into it, I was like listening to it, um, and yeah, just picked up the guitar and just couldn't get off it, and then just started making music and getting into bands at the first. Because you, cause you even make your own beats, don't you? Yeah, as I, well as I make, my, yeah, I make my own beats, and um, I did that about six years ago. I'm just bored of the guitar, really. Yeah. And I just wanted to go for something a bit more experimental, and then obviously, I always always liked hip hop from then, and then just got into producing. Then kind that's of. very cool. So yeah. a lot of people I've spoken to, they sort of like to produce their music, but a lot of them have different views of how they produce music. Yeah. Without trying to, not necessarily nick, but without inadvertently copying someone else's yeah. style. How do you, do you have a similar sort of problem or? No, mine's more. I like to create from the, like, from the melody on the keyboard and make it all from scratch kind of thing. Um, I'm not very good at drums, so I kind of at now I take grooves, so like a yeah. groove already, and then I'll make melody and the way the song is structured, all from scratch and and just kind of just see how what happens basically. <laughs> <laughs> but so your songs are. Some of them are sort of trap style, would you say, and yep. you've got your hip hop style. Yep. Like, would you say you're you lean towards one more than the other? Because they're both sort of sub genres of. Yeah, hip hop's a culture. That's the thing. So trap can be in the hip hop culture, I reckon. But I do like the trap sound. I like all the hi hats and I like the deep eight oh eight basses. Um, but I like all sorts of music. But yeah, I'm, I'm more trap. Really, I, I I don't. Some friends now I'm getting to hip hop more. They they're teaching me about the roots of it, and I've watched some videos and stuff. But I can't hide away from the fact I came up with through liking bands and stuff, and then just 
Yeah. yeah. So that's sort of turned into trap and your preferred style. Yeah, exactly, yeah. But you've also, so you've created your own music, you sing. Do you write down what you're going to do? Because I know you've got Rev Style. Mm. Talk to us about that, like your Rev Style. Because you recently just released Rev Style 10, was it? Yeah, Rev Style is a thing that I wanted to do at the beginning of the year, getting in music artists and just having four hours of creating um, music from getting a beat, someone else has made the beat, and we either freestyle the verses but always have a hook, something that we can write down and go back to every time we freestyle. Um, and then sometimes we do write down the verses, but it's kind of a thing where I just wanted to ha have a creative moment with people yeah. in a studio environment. And it, it's amazing. Like, there's magic that comes out of the studio just because all you're thinking about is music and all you're thinking about is writing down your thoughts. You're not thinking about your job or, you know, it, you, you escape for four hours and just make something. So you go into your own sort of world and... Yeah, basically, yeah. That's just, very cool. And we just put the beat on repeat and just keep on rapping and just until we've got something and then we'll show each other and then we'll film it. So you hear the beat and then you come up with the song and then... Yeah, it's like you hear a beat and it might give you a little feeling of like, oh, this feels like a summery vibe. You got a drink, you buy a barbecue, you're talking to friends, and then I start writing about that. Yeah, that's how. Like, that's the easiest way I think of writing is really. Because what was the song you sent me? Going, going up. Yeah. That I like the message in that song. Do yeah. you do you intend to sort of write with? some sort of personal meaning or some intention. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I know everyone has their own stuff. Some people have intention of they want to make people feel good. They just write from experience. Or you've got people who are out there like, no, okay, I want to trigger people. I want to piss people off. <laughs> well, you get it. You have the musicians like, nah, fuck everyone. I'm going to do this. I'm going to piss everyone off. <laughs> do you reckon they actually think that? I, there's a guy... I'm making a piss off song now today. <laughs> I thought there's a guy I spoke to a few weeks ago and he was like, yeah, no, this song that he released, he was like, yes... That was solely to piss people off and trigger oh, wow, people. Yeah, yeah. But you don't seem that way at all. You are, yeah. you seem very chilled out, very laid back in your music. Yeah, there's positive messages, but also like you can go anywhere with it. Like like Eminem used to do. He used to say that I'm not gonna kill people, but I can rap about it. Yeah. But so me and my friend, we recently um, he started this. He had this beat and um, he just started talking about guns and he was like, I got an AK-47. 47 47 and then I was just rapping as well and, and we were like well we need to write something like this so we're we're writing like you know it could be a pissed off song or a, I'm gonna get you something yeah. but you know it's not like we are gonna get you but you can write like that it, it, it's yeah. creative and like it's coming from your brain so it's just storytelling in a way you're just telling yeah. a story yeah basically like when Stephen King writes his novels he's not really Exactly. That guy in The Shining, he wasn't in that hotel going around mental and trying to kill his family. No. That was just a story. Did so you think about it? <laughs> well, no, he must have done at some point. And maybe yeah. it conjured something up in his mind. Anything could have. So that's sort of the way. Do you, do you think it helps you getting with other artists and coming up with ideas? Or? Yeah, for sure. Because if you're trying to create on your own, you have to be very... Um, at peace with everything in your life so you can just focus on that but if you've got someone there all you are thinking about is creating and I've said next year I don't think I want to be in my studio alone or not like intentionally yeah. because it's so much better vibing off someone else 
Yeah, because I know from personal just doing this, if I had to do a show on my own, I would go completely off track. And yeah. I would get lost in my own mind and just say, okay, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Yeah. You lose originally, you lose what you're originally going to do. Exactly. Yeah, so if you have someone to bounce off, then you just stay in the moment and stuff and just keep on talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not exactly Bill Burr. I can't just, I'm nowhere near as funny as Bill Burr. So either. who's Bill Burr? Bill Burr, oh my god. Is he a podcast legend or something? He's one of the top podcasters and one of the best comedians in the world right now. Has he got a belly? No. No. No, he's a bald-headed red man. Red man? Yeah, he's very red sometimes. Oh, okay. And red-haired, bold man. Cool. (laughs) That's the way you describe him. He likes shouting, I think he shouts, he's got that show F is for Family. Oh, he that. created that it's on Netflix it's a good show we'll go watch it anyone who's out there not seeing that there you go but what you should check out is Ross Reverie yeah because you've I've noticed when I was digging through I've noticed you've created a lot of stuff yeah. but it seems to be, I don't know whether it's just what I found but it seems to be a lot of it's you seem to have grown within this year so everything's would you say it's fair to say yeah you could say that because I gave myself a lot of goals this year to achieve um and just being a part of the Southampton community this year is it's naturally grown and yeah I've just become in the position I am now and it's like looking back a year ago I wouldn't have thought I'd be in this position or kind of you don't you can't imagine it yeah but yeah just I know a lot of people in the community now and got lots of things you know rolling and stuff so it's exciting because Southampton is becoming sort of its own music city. Yeah. Because yeah. we have a lot of upcoming artists. You've got guys like Monarchy, you've got guys like Forbes, you've got guys like Wolf, you've got loads of guys out there, you've got guys like Defcon Lawless and then you've got yourself and guys you've got loads of guys out there now. Yeah, and there's little crews and all we gotta do is bring it all together, make a Southampton hip hop festival every year and like we're booming. We're yeah. <laughs> there's literally there's enough artists in Southampton now I mean, you look at Tyrone and Wolves right now. Yeah. They are blowing up completely now. Yeah. And they are from here. They are from Savannah. They are indeed. So would you say you've gotten more integrated with the scene with the guys like Fours and Monarchy? Not necessarily those guys, but with the music guys in Southampton scene. Um, To be honest, like, there's little, like, sections of music artists and there's, like, these guys over here that, like... Like they used to call it SO1 or something. Yeah. Then you've got the SO movement from Tyrone and Wards. But mine's more of like, I went to those um, open mics in town and just went to town and seen what's about and met other rappers and musicians. And and I've kind of got, like, I'm in a part of that kind of group, you know, people that are just starting up and, like, not made a name for themselves yet. And, um, yeah, and just trying to know everyone and, and be and be, like, don't be egotistical and just um, like shove off anyone else. Yeah. Just be like, I like what you're doing, bro. I like what you're doing, bro. Yo, that's cool. That's cool. You know. And so like, like trying to bring it all together. Yeah. Well. Just be like, like that guy might have annoyed me, but you know, I forgive you. Like, there's a guy that um, who said something, and then recently he's he messaged me like about six months later and just said, like, I'm sorry what I said. Um, if I can play on the show, that'd be cool. I was like, yep, you're welcome. Like, so yeah, <laughs> you, like you said, you just, you just said, you also host these shows as well. 
You yeah. host your own open mics. So you've obviously you perform at these places. Yeah. But how did that come about? Just hosting your own open mic. So I went to a open mic on a Sunday, and I was show and I decided to get up and just do my rap thing and it was a jam band and they're the funnest ones because you they create a groove it might be jazzy it might be like you know a little bit of funk but then I just did my rap thing and the bar manager came up and just said like I like what you're doing do you want to do a hip-hop night here and he always he'd done a hip-hop night there before at Belgium and Bruce but I was like yeah okay so I do it every six weeks and everyone's been a success and it's just bu- like building a community um, and yeah that's how it got started and I just I've been to other hip hop open mics before mm. that and realised what works and what doesn't like always got to have music going like you can't just have dead silence and like I'm professional you just want the music going and build a vibe and everyone says they love it so come on down if you watch this <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's kind of like for me going to open mics and that you get the guys who they have sank in an idea and then they go on stage and they just they just stand in there. They're like a deer in headlights. Do you ever have experience with guys like that who they get up on there and then they're like a deer in headlights? Like, do you ever have... Then, how, do you ever have, basically, do you ever have to help people out, help the younger guys out when they're coming yeah. up and like, well, how do I... Mm, yeah, of course. Like, first of all, I make sure there's an environment that you feel safe and you feel welcoming because hip-hop can be like... Uh, you're not good enough. Get off. We yeah, it, can, it can be kind. Of, it can seem kind of aggressive from the yeah. outside looking in. Yeah, and then, but my like my nights are always make sure they're just chilled by everyone's welcome, and we haven't had many people um, like stutter and stuff, and they're the people that impress the most because they got the most adrenaline, thinking I need to get this good. I need to. Yeah. And then they come out and like, whoa! So were you ever like that when you started and you got up there and you sort of thought, shit, I need to come back and I need to get better and better and yeah, better? exactly. That's exactly what I did. Like, I started doing, like, I've played in bands before, but then I stopped for ages. Started doing open mics like two and a half years ago. And I know what I was like. I was just shivering wreck, not looking at the people. Um, and now I am, I'm good. Like, I don't, it's just my home, really. Mm. Like last year, I said play play shows every three weeks. This year, it's like every two weeks. And some people don't want to play shows; they'd rather just do paid shows or just do little things. But if you're getting up there, you're always practicing. You're always interacting with the crowd. You know, best way to improve. I reckon. Just yeah. like now, you're you're doing your podcast. You know, it's always improving. How yeah, just it? talking. Yeah, I find it is for me. It's I enjoy talking, I enjoy listening, I enjoy learning. learning. And each guest I get on, I learn something new. Yeah. Like, before I started this, I didn't know fuck all that. I come from heavy metal. Yeah. Like, some of it very heavy, like extreme heavy metal. So learning death about... Death metal? Like... like, death metal, the Finnish type death metal, where it's basically really dark. <laughs> but that yeah. was my teenage years when it was... I mean, I never went to school with my face painted and... Uh. Screaming, so you weren't really mind. into metal then if you didn't do that. <laughs> uh, maybe if I was in America, I might have done that. Yeah, that's true. But you might have got kicked out if you did that, yeah. Well, nowadays, I think they would call it blackface or something, wouldn't it, if I went to school like that? <laughs> yeah, well, when Slipknot were out, people were painting their nails black, men were painting their nails yeah, black. Yeah, I never did that. I'm a big Slipknot fan, but I never did that. No, never painted my nails. Actually, I probably did. <laughs> so, is there any musicians you've sort of looked up to? 
uh, I wouldn't say because everyone um, wants to they don't want to emulate someone they want to still be themselves mm. but there's someone they look up to like that that's that's the bar I want to sort of well, get to it's always Drake for me because I love the music behind him which is E40 and Drake's delivery but I've got so many and that like, that's what you're saying there's the bar and like you're skeptical from UK yeah um, and then I've got I wouldn't say I want to be like them, but my inspirations are like Limp Bizkit, Eminem, like people from that era, like, yeah. So do you ever see yourself, like, say some band come to you and they would like a Limp Bizkit and like, Ross, we want to do Limp Bizkit kind of a feel, mm. but our own thing, but we need a front Because they were like new metal sort of rap, sort of. You would never do that kind of stuff. You still want to be your own man. You still want to... Yeah, I want to be my own man. And I've been in bands before and I know how hard it is to drag it along. But if someone came up and said, look, we've got this thing, like, do you want to do this? Like, like collab. I'd be like, yeah, why not? Like, playing in bands is what I've been born, like, into or just done all the time. So every time I'm fronting a band, then I, I feel at home kind of thing. And I just, the groove of the band and when all the time, you know, that's what's, like, engraved in me, so you've got all this going on, all yeah. your music, yeah. but you also host your own radio show. I do well. Host it with another guy. He's um, okay. You co-host the yeah, yeah, yeah. radio show. So this happened because I met someone at Open Mic. Yeah, he came up to me. He said he liked my beats. I'm a producer. Went around here as main music, and then he heard on the radio on Fiesta FM 95 FM in Southampton that um, if you want to come and host a show. Um, come along and talk to us so he went there and said I'd like to do a hip-hop show and it's a Latin based uh, radio show so we play music with hip-hop and Latin vibes which is there's a yeah. lot it's cool now like um, and he was very enthusiastic about it and I was like well if he's enthusiastic I'm game like, I'll try it you know I want to be a music artist mainly but if someone's gonna be like try this um I thought, why not? And it works in my schedule of a week because it's on Fridays at 9 p.m. Um, just for an hour. So, um, and yeah, we've, we've done like 20 shows. And um, I don't know if you think I, I can speak about anything, but I know yeah. the radio show helps that because it's live and you're talking and stuff. So it's been really fun. And we've got music artists from Southampton in. Uh, I'd say about 15 um, and they just come in they play a song talk and do an in short interview yeah. so yeah we really like it at the moment and we've got t-shirts that just came out and they've all kind of sold so that's the second edition edition t-shirts the first one was just we got two and they, they made it square but they're kind of special but these new ones are really good and, um, yeah. so that's something you also enjoy so like you said, that you that helps you speak in, it helps you do interviews. Mm. Also, like you said, I, it, I learn because people come in and go, oh, have you heard of this guy, this guy, oh, this guy inspired I was like, no, and then you check it out and you just learn. That's like a couple of weeks ago when we had Forbes and Monarchy on. Mm. They were talking about something I, I didn't have the foggiest, but they educated me. Yeah, exactly. They're like, okay, well, this, this and this. But it's a learning experience. You learn with each guest, you grow, but it's trying to store all that as well. What, in your memory? Yeah, for me, it's trying to store all that. Because 
I don't know if you find it, but when you talk to so many guests as well, is do you ever go back and watch and say, well, okay, I could have done that? Yeah, you. I was going to say you've got to, but it's good to critique yourself or watch yourself. I watch myself live and just think, blah, 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 and then just talking to people. And, like, this girl told me... Um, practice in the mirror and I was like I'm not practicing in the mirror yeah someone said that to me I'm like I'm never standing in front of the mirror doing interview myself yeah so I did a song and I practiced in the mirror and I was like I realised I I put my hand like this all the time and I don't let go so I've been doing this thing where I change my hand and just be like so it's just little things you learn along the way I don't know how I got into that conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got Dan a conversation is... about a mirror and practicing in front of it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I don't want it to go there. <laughs> I don't know how anyone gets into those kind of conversations. <laughs> but, see, now, but then you also said earlier before we went on, you um, do martial arts. Yeah, man, like, it's, I've always loved watching it since I was young, like, like wrestling, WWE, or yeah. F when, you're, when I was younger. The um, stuff where we tend to beat each other up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Always used to wrestle with my brother. And then, so, my MMA, I really liked watching it. Then Conor McGregor was the one that obviously made me like, wow, I want to actually like learn this. This seems really cool. Yeah. And I looked up what you have to do. And they said wrestling, Muay Thai, this, that, and the other. And then I went to a... Mm, and I was quite disciplined with gym, so, you know, making a routine and sticking with it, having a food program. So I was like, right, let's do this. So I went Monday to Friday, never missed a lesson for like four months. I think it was four months, yeah. And it was just all stand-up. So it was Muay Thai, also like a, I want to say, oh, what is it? No. So you got you got Muay Thai, there's mm. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. You've got... You're wrestling, you've got your boxing. Yeah. And then you've got obviously the karate and all that. It's just, you can mix into a judo, but... Yeah, so I got I did um, stand-up for four months. That's Muay Thai. And so, yeah, Muay Thai is just mainly... And then I did this thing called Ghost, which is boxing without without getting hit. So you're always punching and moving your head, basically. Uh, so you sort of like shadow boxing type thing. Uh, yeah, kind of just in a hit, way. Hitting the pads and um, also a Bruce a Bruce Lee's martial art I learned, which was like Jit Kune Do or something like that. Yeah, I think that is what it's called, Jit yeah. Kune Do. Always starts with kicking someone in the balls. Yeah, so, bah, then go for it. Bah. That's sort of like That's what Krav. <laughs> sort of like what Krav Maga is. Krav Maga. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, once. Um, but yeah, so I did four months of that, and then the next year I did four months of grappling. So that's. Um, in exile in Shirley in Southampton that was last year um, the four months of stand-up was the year before and then this year I'm trying to do another four months of grappling and uh, stand-up and it's got to the point where you know my, the guy that trains me was like do you want to get in the cage like you I've been in the cage and yeah. sparred but he's like do you want to get in the cage and that's what I was going to ask you have you ever actually thought about getting and competing maybe even only an amateur not necessarily pro just amateur yeah like I can but I have no ambition like music's my ambition I don't I don't want to go I want to see what you don't want you don't want to go to Tyrone Woodley right where you're doing the music on the side and then fighting because <laughs> he's doing that now and he's doing the whole music thing and he's yeah. doing the fighting well the thing is like you know you never know what's going to happen but if I've got the skills there I can always go into yeah. it you know some 
or you know, if someone was beefing me, I'd be like, "Do you want to get in the ring?" I can say that. Cause yeah. Be like, because <laughs> like, but yeah. So yeah, I love it though. It's absolutely amazing. It's especially good for socialising. Like, if you want to feel a part of a team, jiu-jitsu is very like, you know, there's a family there. You there's hierarchy. I don't know if that's the right word. Well, yeah, there is a, a certain hierarchy within, but none of it's so like ego driven. No. It's fact. Yeah, it's. I can choke you more than you can choke okay, me. Okay, if you if a black belt's going to get in there for some reason, roll with a white belt, he's not going to intentionally throw this guy about because he's a bad man, he's just a white belt. Yeah. He's going to actually you'll find their teacher. They won't fuck with them. No. There's sort of like a respect as well, Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, and, and they'll, they'll practice their stuff against the white belt. But mostly white belts are all uh, just raring to go, you're in his strength with someone. Yeah. Because <laughs> when you see it, you get a lot of people go, oh, you know I just want to learn, I want to know how to strangle something. Mm. I want to know how to put a guillotine on someone. Or... Mm. Yeah, it's good, it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like taking a neck. <laughs> see, for me, I never did jiu it was always kickboxing and boxing. Right. Stand up, I just like knocking people out. Yeah. What, with your hands? Knocking people out of my hands on my legs. It's shins, preferably. Yeah, I love, I love, like, my, sh- my shin kicks are really powerful, but I can't spar with them because I know that it hurts them. But you see some how some of these Thai boxers train on kickboxers train, they'll break baseball bats on their shin just to build up the yeah. calcification in their shin yeah. bone. Yeah. That seems extreme to me. Yeah, like, they say, like, the bone is, like, round, and if you keep conditioning, it goes flat. Yeah. That's uh, just mad, like... Hence why somebody's got some bad, like, 200 fights and won over, like, 150-odd fights. Yeah. And a lot of them by knockout. Yeah. Because they're so conditioned. But So you've never thought even, like, okay, I want to do this, sort of, just as a bit of a laugh, as a bit of... Well, I can't really say a bit of a laugh, because when you're getting into a fight, you are risking a certain amount. Yeah, you're risking... You could break an arm, you could break your nose. You, you could, could lose your life in a cage. Yeah, you could lose your life. Like, it just takes one thumb. You could lose your life by you going, ah! I could walk, out, yeah. I could, yeah, I could walk out my front door, I could fall over right now and snap my neck. But yeah, so... But, so you've never even contemplated maybe like the white-collar MMA stuff? What's the point, really? I, I, I don't know. Like, I like sparring. Sparring means you can fight, yeah, but you don't get knocked out. So you're just one of those guys who just does it for the fitness and to learn a skill. Yeah, and to learn it and to... You know, and one day, yeah, I might get in there, but you need to learn, like, I'd say two or three years of jiu-jitsu. Before yeah, because you, you look at a lot of these people now, you've got a lot of kids that are coming up now, and they've been doing it from a young age now. Because yeah. think, UFC and all that, so that's one thing that's annoying when I was at school. People go, ah, oh, do you watch that UFC stuff? Like, it's not fucking UFC, it's MMA. <laughs> no, I watch Pride, that's called Pride, that's called MMA. <laughs> yeah, it is all MMA, really. And then you got the kickboxing and all that and boxing. But for you, it's music. Yeah. Like, you just love of music. Yeah, well, I just think I've done it for so long and I might as well just keep on doing it now. <laughs> it's, a way, it's just the way you are now. Yeah, and it's just like... You're, you're conditioned for it. Like we say about yeah. boxers, they're conditioned, you're conditioned to music now. Yeah, that's it. And um, just trying to do music in a happy way instead of like doing it on my own and you know, getting annoyed with it or it, I'm finding ways that I can do it and make me happy and get rewards from it, i.e. bringing people together, um, doing open mics, doing shows, um, going to open mics and performing and people are like, like, 
mission oh that's cool making friends and um so yeah you feel like you're a part of something so that's like your goal with music is to bring people together yeah and you know, so obviously make, money's nice yeah and make money all that, but great you know you seem less because you seem like such a laid-back to our guy from just meeting you here now mm. doing this podcast mm. you just seem like the kind of guy who would be more worried about not so much the money like the money you worry about later you're more concerned about building up friendships building up a community and bringing people together from all walks of life yeah, it, it's um, that's what makes me happy now. So if I was like, right, I want to make money from music, I think I'd come to a stop where I, it wouldn't make me happy because I wouldn't be earning money. Um, and you money be doesn't make, money doesn't make you happy. But being a part of a community in music, it makes me happy. It makes people happy. So yeah, like I'd love to make mu- uh, money from music, but you know, s- slow and steady wins the race. Like. And plus, if I'm building a community, that's going to that's gonna roll. You're building a fan base, which I find is a lot more important nowadays because you get a lot of artists who are like, no, just give me the money. I want the, I want the money. Yeah. But you've got to be patient nowadays. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you get a lot of people out having like successes, but how often is that? And, plus even, and those people don't last. And plus, even if money wasn't a thing, like, you know, you... To be a successful musician, you've got to have a following and be a part of a community. And then, you know, then you can say, yeah, I'm a musician. Yeah, I go play shows. Yeah, I, people enjoy me on stage. Like, you can say that you do do it. You do yeah. live that life. Yeah, you don't have like a million pounds and you're flashing it around and stuff. But that's not making music. No. <laughs> or rapping or, or writing your thoughts down or freestyling because I like to freestyle as well. So would you say... Bef- for well, your writing style, is it more just I will sit down, I will listen to the beat, yeah, or is it I you go into the studio with something in mind? No, I never. I don't really do that because I, I don't know. I like to pick from my brain instead of being like, okay, I've got this idea. I like to. So write. you don't want to try and force no the song. No, because one day you might feel happy, one day you might feel excited, one day you might feel chill. Yeah, I'm just going to sing like this because your voice is like a bit... So would you say you write and sing off whatever emotional state you're in at that time? Exactly, Mondo. (laughs) So that's... Because you've got, like we said earlier, you've got all different kinds of writers and musicians, singers, producers... Would you say your producer's the same then? You have your mo- it's exactly. more of the, your emotional state. Yeah. Like whether you're, I can't imagine you as a guy who's really pissed off. I, I can imagine no, it's no, maybe no. times, but yeah. I can imagine you're a guy who's just yeah. like a duck off, like a water of ducks back or whatever yeah. the saying is. Yeah. But yeah. you go in there if you're super chill, you try not. I can imagine your tough guy doesn't try going in there angry. No. Just relaxed, hit whatever comes on, and just. Okay, this is what we're going with. Yeah, so I've been writing an album and um, it's got all sorts of emotion into it and there's aggressive songs. There yeah. is, but to go back to it and record it and try and finish the song, it's hard because I'm not in that state a lot. But when I am, I'm going for it. <laughs> like, yeah, you go back. I'm go get it. So um, would you say you have a certain order you want to have this album, like your uh, song list sort of? It's so hard. Like, I've been writing it for a year now, on and off, and uh, from music to 
rapping and stuff. I need to do about five uh, takes and vocals. And then, but it's just one of those things where I, I know it's worth something. If it came out today or if it came out in five years, it's still going to be up there um, just because I, I, I know what it sounds like. And So I'm not rushing it and... Uh, I know it's going to be real good when it comes so out. So you want to put something out you want to be proud of. You don't want to rush something. You want to put no, yeah. time, yeah. effort. Yeah. Because with this this game as, as well, is like you can put so much hard work into the music and no one will listen because no one's invested in you yet or no one's seen you live. So, Or you haven't got the money to push the album. See, like, I've got a luxury of being... Uh, with a podcast, you've got a luxury of a microphone and a camera. Mm. You don't have to be in front of a crowd. Mm. You just got whoever's in the studio with you and you just talk. Mm. You're not concerned. But for you, that's very different because obviously you're on stage, you're in front of a crowd. How different? Obviously, that is extremely different. Mm. But would you say, no matter whether there's one person in the crowd or 20,000, would you say that sort of... I wouldn't like to say you would put in less of performance would you say that affects the way you are when you go on stage? Yeah, of course you get gassed if like someone if if you got like lots of people out there like loving it. But you could have ten people in the room loving it, and you could be like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel this energy. Like someone on Monday was just like, yeah, woo, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take that, and I've just started going a bit more lively. Um, but you know, you're an entertainer. You you can entertain one person. I could play the acoustic guitar right now yeah. to entertain you, you know. <laughs> like, I'm sure our listeners would find that very entertaining. So probably, <laughs> yeah. probably more entertaining than listening to me talk right now. But um, this is a talking podcast, talking bear ball. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of our American viewers have been confused by what bear means. It means a lot of shit, basically. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's a good name. Demonetize. <laughs> What's that mean? It means no revenue. Oh, okay, cool. For swearing. Uh, but... That's what it's called, talking about. Uh, Can't put a swear word in the title. No. From adverts and all that shit. See there, swear again. But even your music, like, I've listened to a few. You don't even seem to swear. Um, hip hop. No, I say shit sometimes. But, like, you're not like a lot of hip hop artists, especially now they seem to be every other word is yeah. fuck or your mum or. Yeah. Like, yeah, something yeah. to do with a bitch or something can. No. What I've heard of you, I don't know if, if there is, but what yeah. I've heard of you of this year, yeah, doesn't really seem to be any of that. It's really yeah. chilled out, really. So yeah. you can put on in the background whilst you're just chilling out. Yeah. Well, there is a couple of, like, I don't have to swear, but if I want to swear, I will. Would you say that comes with your more aggressive type music then? Yeah, you could do. And, and the, every time I play to a crowd, I see what they vibe off. And, but to be honest, I just write how I feel really like I, you know I, I do give a fuck so I'm not going to say I don't give a fuck da, da, da. but you know if one day I do I can I, I yeah. do that so but, so yeah. that is so the crowd sort of the vibe of the crowd yeah, does that determine what songs you sing as well man? yeah because like I'll go into a place that's real chill and I'll do it I'll start singing and I'll do some chill hip hop but if I go to a rowdy crowd I'll do I'll do the the most aggressive stuff I can um but, you know, people don't want to hear swearing all the time when you're playing live. Um, you know, it makes them feel a bit weird. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. it can't Unless make... you're in like an underground thing and everyone's doing it, then like, <laughs> yeah. One of those underground hip hop venues. Yeah. There's not too many of them around nowadays, like. Yeah. The Belgium and Blues where I do mine is underground, but it's not underground, you know? Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's just what you call it, it's called yeah. it an underground yeah. venue. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're underground people. Mm. <laughs> Get in the sewers and do some jams. I don't know, if you see a ninja Travis, let me know. Yeah. I'll be down yeah, there. See if I can find Mr. Master Splinter. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, turn, he, he'll turn me to an MMA fighter. He'll be like, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mr. Reverie. Yeah. Learn this. We're going to get you to fight in the UFC one day. But that would be Master Splinter. Yeah. But, see, for me, I listen to all sorts of music. There's obviously every metal, like I mentioned earlier, like Slipknot, mm. Tool. Bands like that, and then obviously I listen to hip hop. I even listen to country. Mm. Big country fan. So mm. What is it for you then? Look, what do you mainly sort of listen to, jam out to? It's mostly hip hop, but when I say hip hop, it's you know that's trap as well. Because yeah. you've got all your sub genres of hip hop as well, you? yeah. Um, yeah, I like all the American stuff like TDE, which is um, Schoolboy Q, Kendrick Lamar. Oh yeah, all that like Kendrick Lamar. Like, that's just like it's in my heart because the music's good and you've got Drake E4 like E40 makes his beats and you know Drake is and Skepta you know it's just all that stuff you know it's rap music basically um, which is kind of like the number one genre at the moment like hip hop it's especially like UK hip hop seems to be extremely good like even yeah. with Americans like with guys like Stormzy yeah exactly guys like friggin Skepta guys like that they're all Getting big in America, you've got guys like Drake coming over here to sign mm. UK-based guys. For sure, yeah. So would yeah. you make it like the UK scene for hip hop as a whole? Then, like, yeah, it's really as good. a hip hop artist. You got Slow Tie as well. Who's bring, do you know Slow Tie? No, a, you're gonna have to educate me. He's a rapper that's coming up. I saw him in Joiners in Southampton. You've been in Joiners? I've been in Joiners yeah. a few times. Dope venue. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, and we, yeah, we've got the talent. Um, and everyone's coming this way. Uh, I don't know if it's our accents that they like, but... But that's nothing. We stopped trying to be American. Yeah, exactly. We stopped with the American accents, we stopped with the American gimmick, and we appreciated, we're there's, British, let's be British. There's a couple of people out there who sound American, and they should stop it, but do whatever you want, you know? Whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with. Yeah, if you want to sound American, and I'm sure when I used to do pop-punk music, I sounded a bit American. But I still try to sound English, but yeah, we just got a sound. I think it happened from grind, and now you got drill music that people like now. Um, but you know, that's kind of a genre where it sounds really cool, but then so many people do it, and so many people do it bad that it nearly it's nearly a joke. So it's like oversaturated at this point. Like you got yeah. too many people doing it, but they're not doing a good job of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, good music will always stand out and always stand the test of time. Um, the cream always rises to the top, as it say. Yeah. And, and I thought it was the cream of the crop. Like, cream of the crop. Yeah, I piped out. I'm not good at my sayings, either. Uh, that's all right. No, cream, cream, cream. See, now I've got a few in like, Actually, cream always melts into the top. The cream of the crop always rises to the top. I don't know. We'll make that up. That's, that'd be... That's just no one gets that or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but oh fuck! 
So what are your plans for like the future going forward then? Uh, to finish this year, so that means do the hip hop open mic, that means do another five rev styles, trying to get Forbes on one as well. Yeah. He said, yeah. Um, trying to make them good. I wish the album would come out, but I can't rush it. Um, I got a single coming out soon, so there's lots of music stuff. I'm in the gym for three months now, so I'm doing a gym program because um, I'm going on holiday to Seychelles, which is an island. So I want to, you know, get yeah looking good for that and get and stuff, and want to do a music video out there as well. That would be very dope. So yeah. Seychelles music video, you heard it here first. Anyone in Seychelles, 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 say don't know, say that over. Yeah. Go and check Ross out. <laughs> if you see I'm him there, you. if you see Ross there, go check him out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so lots of things, and I just got, to, I just got to do them now. So, and just stay happy with it. Um, and yeah, just try new things like this, like. Because I, I asked for the interview. <laughs> yeah, which I would say I appreciate that because uh, reaching out to people is not always easy. No. I know for a fact that I do it myself. Yeah. So you never know whether people are going to get back to you or whether they just read it and ignore it and like, yeah, yeah okay, work, mate. Yeah. Rush off. But for me, it's give whoever is a chance. Yeah, exactly. And let them speak, let them hear what they want. Yeah. I may have a certain way of thinking about certain things, or I may not, but it doesn't matter. This is a podcast, this is called Talking Bear Ball. Yeah. Just let it, let it flow, just whatever they want to say. Yeah, exactly. Whatever you want to say, you can say on here. Yeah. You can just talk shit, you can be nice, and be however you want to be on the show. That's and I, pre- I appreciate you reaching out to me. Yeah, it's good, because like, people reach out to me, and they're the best ones, because you know they're they won't let you down because so many people let you down. Like, if you ask someone to do something, they might not do it. But if someone comes to you and says, I want to do it, nine times out of ten, they don't let you down. Yeah, because even, like, I obviously had to bring this up for an hour. Because mm. originally it was scheduled for a certain time I had to bring it up an hour. And I was like, mm, do I really ask him? Because mm. I didn't want to come off his ah, He just wants to get this over and done. He wants to get out of the way. Mm. It's like, no, just see what it says, because obviously, podcasts, and it seems easy, I just sit here, I talk, and I let the guests talk, mm. I just edit, and then, but I try doing as much research as I can. Yeah. And I, I don't know how well I've done my research on you. No, that's cool, like, you, you, sometimes you don't even have to do research, you just got to kind of... But I, I don't want to sound yeah, like a moron. I want to know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's good. But if I didn't do no research, I wouldn't know you did a radio show. Yeah, that's good. I wouldn't yeah. know what kind of music you made. Yeah. yeah I'm like, okay, this guy messaged me, okay, I'll wait. Yeah. So you're, I, a, I human, could, I, I, you're a male. You're a human male. You <laughs> live in the UK. You live yeah. in the same sort of, you live in the same city as me. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. That, I could have done that. <laughs> no, that would have been pretty silly, to be honest. But then we'd been still like, yeah. Okay. By anyone's listeners, we're just stood sat here right now, just yeah. doing nothing. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been that most yeah. of the show. But said yeah. it's been a flowing conversation. Yeah. I don't know how it's been for you. It's all good, bro. Yeah. I think I've I've enjoyed this interview. Yeah. I I think I've learned a lot from this interview. Yeah, good. It's definitely cool. going to come and check you out. Yeah. At where is it again? Let people know. So in Southampton on the 29th of September. 
It's at Belgium and Blues. It's a hip-hop open mic one-year anniversary. It's basically hip-hop artists from Southampton, rappers, and it's always a good vibe. So, yeah, boom. Check it out. And then... Radio show. Yeah, you've also got your radio show. Fiesta FM, 95 FM, only in Southampton. Or you can check us out live on Facebook and Instagram, Southside Stilo. And yeah, we just talk hip hop, we play hip hop and support the local scene. So would you ever try that Latin hip hop stuff? If you knew enough Spanish. I say mamacita in a couple of rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you learn enough Spanish, would you give it a shot? Yeah, why not? Because that seems to be a thing it's grown as well, like the Latin sort of hip hop. Yeah, my friend um, can rap in Spanish and now he wants to rap in English, so, so I might as well just... I think switch up. You'll do Spanish and English. <laughs> could do, but I think I'd rather learn all the English slangs and just like yeah, kind of be a professional in the English language kind of thing. Perfect one thing before you try going to another one. Yeah, and plus I like using some Spanish words, but um, too many at once is a bit confusing. Yeah, plus I might say something wrong. Yeah, trust me, I've done that a few yeah. times with yeah. a Spanish guest, with a Puerto Rican guest, and yeah. I actually accidentally. Called him, I think it was a donkey ass asshole. <laughs> I edited that. Out. I edited that out, thankfully. But now people are gonna know because I'm not gonna edit this out. <laughs> yeah. But fuck it. It is what it is. It I've is enjoyed this interview. I've enjoyed this conversation. Okay. Is there anything you want to plug before we go? Um, just my charger and my phone, so I can. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way, do you want to plug yourself? So, where can the people check Ross Reverie out? Instagram, Ross Reverie, Facebook, Ross Reverie. I've got an album coming out soon. It's going to be fun, so make sure you listen to it. Stay happy. Peace out. Peace out.